Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast for the 18th of July, Monday morning. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for joining us. Let's take a look at the big picture of the week here because I think there are some key things that we need to fix in our mind. We'll talk about what's happening today. A couple of things in the sky overhead, but let's step back and get the 10,000-foot perspective because there are some macro things that are going to be affecting us definitely over the next, well, really, let's say the rest of July into August. If you didn't catch the podcast that we did on Saturday, I would highly recommend listening to that because Ray Merriman, even though it's in a financial context, laid out the astrology as clear as it could be laid out as far as how this is going to be affecting us all the way into October. So yes, we'll zig and zag with the faster moving planets and we'll talk about the aspects that they make to the outer planets. But there are some key aspects that are ahead of us that are going to be kind of controlling the energy, I think, over the next Well, a couple of three months. Now, let's look back because I think there's one here that also is important that happened on Saturday. We did mention it last week, but worthy of note again here, Saturday afternoon, Mercury conjoined the sun in the sign of cancer. Cancer rules home, family, deep conversations. So now, even though we are on the separating side of that aspect... I just wonder if over the last week or so that there have not been some deep conversations in these areas related to our roots or our homes. Now, also for me on Saturday, I was trying to do some horary questions while I was walking around Lake Junaluska. (laughs) I just kept, kept hitting dead ends and I was like, dang, we need some sign changes here from some planets to shake this thing up. Well, your wish is the universe's command. We have one uh, yesterday. Venus entered Cancer last night at 928 Eastern Time. So Venus now out of Gemini into Cancer. And because Venus rules two things in the chart, (laughs) horary just changed a lot. I'll tell you what, if you want more information on that, I'm going to tell Kristen what I was, the the extrusion of that. So if you would like more information on what we were just saying, go to our Discord channel and she'll have a chat in there about it uh, on what's going on with that horary alignment of Venus, particularly related to Mars. That's on our Discord channel, Fun Astrology Podcast. All right, rolling on, all three of the remaining ingresses for the month of July happen this week. We just mentioned one. Then on the 19th, Mercury changes signs, entering Leo. And then, of course, the Sun moving into Leo as well on the 22nd. So we're wrapping up Cancer season this week. Friday at 4.06 Eastern is actually the marker on that time of when the Sun enters Leo. Retrograde watch, Chiron turns retrograde tomorrow, then Jupiter turns retrograde next Thursday. Both of those definitely creating some new energies for us. Chiron, as it goes retrograde tomorrow morning at 11.21 a.m. Eastern, could possibly portend that we revisit some of our unhealed wounds. i got to tell you, I've been feeling this one. I've been feeling this one. Remember, when these bodies, including Chiron, slow down to go retrograde, they amplify their characteristics. I've definitely been feeling some of the things that I know as part of my wounded healing have come up over this past week. Really, especially just since the end of last week, which would fit that time window perfectly. 
This is where knowing where Chiron is in your chart and what that represents. Mine is in the ninth house. That represents those spiritual wounds from my religious past. They've come up in a couple of different ways. What do you do about it? Well, you don't react to it. That's the main thing. Hold the space. This too shall pass. But the main thing is just don't react to it. That's the real key. Jupiter slows down, turns retrograde, so the amplified Jupiterian characteristics of Jupiter in the fire sign Aries will be amplified over the next week and a half. And, of course, between now and the third week of November, when Jupiter stations to go direct again, it will be back in Pisces. The moon wobble begins Thursday. That's that observed effect that very few people talk about. But the aspect is that when the sun either squares or conjoins the nodes of the moon, you back up 21 days from that date and you go past it. The separating is seven days. What I've observed is it seems like the first couple of weeks of it from the beginning seem to be the more active. The exact square to the nodes this time is on August 10th. So that's why we're backing up to Thursday. Typical moon wobble type things, earthquakes, fires, protests, etc. And that really brings us to the final aspect here. And that is kind of a double-double here. When Uranus conjoins the North Node in Taurus, that date is July 26th. That's next Tuesday. Then on August 1st, Mars conjoins Uranus in Taurus. That's what we covered in some degree of depth on the newsletter show on Saturday with Ray Merriman. That one, combined with the moon wobble, to me, has the most volatility. And what's the count now up to? Seven or eight, maybe ten countries now around the world where mass protests are resulting in regime changes? I mean, that would be a headline in and of itself. But these things are going on all around the world. The media doesn't seem to be covering it. Neptune and Pisces. But if you do your digging, you'll find it, and it is huge what's going on around the world. So all of this clicks in together. I know the vast majority of this audience listens in the United States. The question would be, when does it come here? When does it hit Canada? Well, those aspects that I just mentioned, Uranus and the North Node, and then Mars and Uranus, take place in the United States chart just inside the sixth house cusp. And this is where I've been talking about the agriculture, the food supply, farmers, Truckers who move the food, because it is everything about our food supply. Growing it, harvesting it, processing it, and transporting it. I heard a U.S. government agricultural consultant over the weekend say that the grocery store shelves are going to look different at the end of this year. So what will this Mars alignment portend? I don't know. If I were looking for triggers, I would follow the chart straight to the sixth house for the United States. And we've talked on here before about these are the things that I think we need to have family meetings. You need to check in with your intuition. And by the way, we've got a great episode on that over on Subconscious Mind Mastery, the latest one on that. We're doing this series on intuition. All right, before we scoot out of here, let's talk about today. At 3 o'clock this morning, Mercury opposed Pluto. So you know how we were talking about home and family conversations over the weekend? Well, as Mercury is pulling away... It hits Pluto on the way out of the door. This is a tough aspect because you could say with this, how many people do you know who are talking about ending their home? Death and rebirth, Pluto, Mercury and the sun, Cancer, fourth house. 
And I know these are difficult times and a lot of relationships are under strain right now. All right, the other thing today, the moon is void, of course, until 717 Eastern, and then it moves into Aries for the next couple of days. Hope that fixes you up for not only today, but the week ahead. Have a great day, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Tomorrow.